what is up, dance friends and non-dance friends? I'm sure a lot of you out there are not dancers, non, are, are non-dancers, maybe your parents of dancers. I know that a lot of parents have started listening, so everyone's welcome here. I do talk a lot about dance, but it's also a really great place to just apply some of these questions and topics and thoughts to the rest of your life. So you do not actually need to know anything about dance or have a background in dance to be here. I needed to take a step back to gather myself in the last few weeks, which is why I haven't released a podcast. I had some planned ones and they just didn't feel appropriate for where we're at right now. And I needed to kind of check in with myself and figure out what I wanted to talk about, where I'm at, what I think would serve my people the most at this time. I did a bunch of Facebook Lives just talking about my own experience in the world as a biracial person of color. Um, I have a black dad and I have a white mom. And what that's been like growing up for me. Um, I've been doing some reading. I picked up Me and White Supremacy, which I think is an important read for everybody. And the author also addresses not just white people, but um, people of color who are white passing, biracial people, people who benefit from white privilege and or are adjacent to it. And just the way that the messages of white supremacy have been internalized by us all and how we can identify those and just work through them to understand that it really does put a lens over the way we view everything and that we have the ability to remove that lens. So that's one of the things that I'm doing for myself. I also struggled a little bit with the idea of like pushing my work and while I am a person of color and we're, everyone is doing a lot of work right now to elevate the voices of black people and people of color, um, I was trying to figure out what, like not what my work is, but just how to contribute in this time. And that's taken me a little bit of time to figure out. So I've been working through that. I've been writing it out, modeling it out, and getting coached myself. And what I've come to the conclusion of is that the work that I do is all about our minds, our thoughts, our beliefs, challenging those, asking which ones we want to think intentionally, asking which ones don't serve us, and really creating the life that we want to create from a place of awareness. So right now, my work is more important than it has ever been. So I'm back. I'm going to be bringing you more content. I am also going to be doing more on Facebook, Facebook Lives. I am going to get more involved on my Instagram in terms of posting this kind of content. And we're just going to start having more discussions. So I hope that everyone is here for it. 
If you ever want to communicate directly with me, you can reach out to me at the dance coach podcast at gmail.com. Um, hit me up. Let me know what's going on in your mind. Questions, comments, thoughts, whatevs. Today, I actually, on the theme of my work being really important because my work is all about the mind and mindset and growth, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the fact that I think that everybody needs a coach. And I'm not just saying this because I am a coach. I'm saying this because I've been coached. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to become a coach because I think that this work is so powerful. I don't know how anybody would not benefit from doing this work. So if you're like me, which I'm sure a lot of you are, a lot of you out there, you've read every self-help book, you've read every spiritual text. I'm talking Louise Hay, Eckhart Tolle, Marianne Williamson, Abraham Hicks, Byron Katie. I'm going to lump Brene Brown in there, even though she is a doctor and a researcher. I think that her work is the, is the science that proves all of the rest of this work true. Yeah. So I think that it's so important to, you know, for, for me, it's really important. I like science. Um, and there's a lot of other people out there who do work like that. But I just think that like her work with vulnerability um, and shame is really kind of what is at the base of all of this spiritual work, like opening ourselves up to questioning our thoughts realizing that like shame will come up in that, but that shame is not a place that we want to try to move forward from. Actually, we don't move forward from shame. When we feel shame, it actually shuts us down. So it's not a productive emotion. Um, and that's, that's really important to understand. But if you're like me and you've read all those books and you've done a lot of work around it and you know, you feel like you're kind of coming up against like, well, why, why do I feel like I can really affect lasting change in my life? Then coaching is for you. Being there with someone and having them help you sort through your thoughts. First of all, identify your thoughts, sort through them and understand the results that your thoughts are creating in your life is probably one of the most powerful things that a coach does. I think that the coaching industry is growing so much right now because people are realizing that thought work and emotional work is not for the faint of heart. It's not soft and gushy and fluffy, but it actually takes like courage and grit and determination and focus. None of those things sound like fluffy, lovely feelings, right? It takes all of those things to actually be able to sit with yourself and examine for yourself what you've created in your life because of your thoughts and your feelings. Everything in your life that you have right now is created because of a thought or a feeling. That is so powerful to know. 
Look around you. Look at all the things that are in your life. Look at all the possessions. Look at all the people, the relationships, the jobs, the money. All of that was created from your mind. That is so powerful. Because if you understand that all of that was created because of a thought that you had one day, you can create anything that you want for yourself in your life. So what led me to coaching was actually my experience with therapy. I decided that I needed therapy after a long time. Um, I think I've spoken about this before, but I decided that I needed to go to therapy and my therapist was amazing and my therapist helped me sort out childhood trauma. My therapist validated my experience, helped me realize that I was allowed to feel the things that I was feeling. Um, and he really also helped me realize that it was okay to seek help in the form of medication to manage my anxiety and my depression, which are things that have been a part of my life since I was a teenager. And the work that I did with him allowed me to have the self-compassion that I needed to take that step. So I think that therapy is an amazing, an amazing tool. But once I was at an emotionally stable place and no longer needed that like deep dive and support from a, therap a therapist, like in that way, I still needed something. And I had found coaching in the midst of that and had slowly made my shift into being coached. And what I really love about coaching is that we don't deep dive into the past. I did the deep dive into the past and I don't want to keep talking about this incident that happened when I was five years old and how it's shaping all the things that I'm doing right now. Like, I just don't think that for me right now, that's productive. I did that work. I cried it out. I figured it out. But what I noticed was that like what coaching was presenting me with was the opportunity to deal with myself in the present moment, which was always a thing that I had trouble with. Honest, honestly, as much as I love the work of Eckhart Tolle, I will be honest with you, I can't get through the power of now because it's, it was just like, it was, it was asking me to do something that I just wasn't there to be able to do at that moment, which was just really stay in the present and like sort through that and like deal with it. And like, that was hard for me. I loved A New Earth. I felt like that book for me was the thing that changed my entire life. And I know that people feel differently. There are some people who are like total Power of Now fans, but like can't get through A New Earth. So I think it's just like, you know, it's all the same message, but the way and the structure of the Power of Now was like really uncomfortable for me. But this work with coaching, that opened up this space for me to be able to really look at the present moment and I loved the idea that I couldn't be feeling pain from my past. That's something that we talk about in coaching and I, I teach my clients is like, we're not feeling past pain. We're having a thought about a past event. We're recalling a past event, but any of the pain that we're feeling in the moment is present pain. And we have to take care of that present pain, right? We're not and by taking care of the present pain, we might be doing work to heal the past, 
but that's not the focus. The focus is how is feeling that pain in the present moment affecting the rest of my life? How is it affecting the results that I have in that moment? So that was a really, really important thing for me to look at um, the difference between my therapy and my coaching. I feel like coaching helps us look at our results. What are the results that we have? What are the results that we want? What thoughts and feelings created the results that we have? And who do I have to be? How do I have to think? What do I have to feel in order to create the results that I want? I can't create the results that I want from a place of wanting to feel differently. I have to create it from a place of already feeling that, already embodying it. So I was going to release a podcast about this, um, but it seemed not timely. I will release it after this episode. But just this idea that it is not your goal's job to excite you. You have to get excited about your goal because being excited about your goal is going to be the thing that like drives you to take the actions necessarily necessary to get the goal. I can't think like I will be excited once I finally have this thing. No, you're never going to get the thing. So coaching helped me to really understand how to take inspired action. Coaching has helped me manage my mind in a way that is really clean, efficient, and effective. Coaching has helped me get more effective at goal setting. And this is something that I've worked on for a long time, not just myself, but with my students. And I love my goal setting process. The missing component to my goal setting process, which, I mean, I, I knew this about like, like I've given you my goal setting process, but the missing component is the coaching aspect of it. I coach my students on setting goals. I coach my students through that. I will do a coaching one, like a face-to-face coaching with one student in the space so that everybody in the space can benefit from seeing what it feels like. Uh, and what it looks like to be coached to get that to get to that clean mental space to be able to make that goal set that goal make an effective goal and really make it happen. If you don't have that, it's going to be so much harder for you to actually accomplish the things that you want to accomplish because you you're not sorting through the mental drama. All of the drama that we create in our life is created in our minds. And if you're not being coached on that, it is so much harder. It's an uphill climb, guys, to get there. One of the things I've noticed with my clients, that their awareness for what's going on in their minds has increased so much. They can see so much more clearly what's going on up there, and they can start to interrupt those thought patterns that are not serving them. I've seen them become more accountable. I've seen them really look at the things that they want to create in their lives and realize that it was always just something in them, in their brain, in their, the way that they'd program themselves to think that was getting in their way. I've given them real tools to go out and solve problems for themselves. 
it's one of the most amazing things to get on a call with someone and to see how proud they are of themselves for the work that they've done. So this is why I think everybody benefits from having a coach. It's not just fluffy feelings and rainbows and unicorns, although I love unicorns. I have a unicorn statue on my desk. It's tiny, um, <laughs> but it's there. And uh, But it's not all fluff. It's serious work. It's being willing to face yourself. It's being willing to take 100% responsibility for everything in your life. It's learning self-compassion so that when you fall down, when you fail, you know how to pick yourself back up again, not from judgment, but from a place of love. It's awareness, which is the first most important agent for change. If you are interested in finding out more about coaching or experiencing what it feels like to be coached, reach out to me at thedancecoachpodcast at gmail.com to set up a free hour-long consultation so that you can experience the life-changing effects of being coached. Have a great week, you guys. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you are inspired to build more awareness, take more action, and get more accomplished, you have to go on over to my website and get your free How to Get Anything Done Goal Setting Worksheet. In it, I walk you through my entire goal setting process from start to finish. And if you're interested in taking these skills to the next level, studying them, and having one-on-one support for applying them to your life, go to www.chrishale.co. That's .co, not .com, to book your free consult today. Thank you.